is the start of DNA podcast. We have uh, DNA Talk. My brother Daryl, Austin, joining us today on uh, what's a beautiful day here in Austin, man. I, I mean, I wanted to get started. Talk to my brother Daryl. Hit Austin up on a on a limb here while we were out in right here in Texas, and just wanted to have Austin. We got a whole bunch of success, man. I just wanted you to jump on and kind of introduce yourself. Yeah, no, I appreciate you guys. Excited to uh, to chop it up. I uh, intros are always interesting, but keep it simple. Um, from from Baltimore, grew up on the East Coast, moved to Austin about five years ago. Have a twin sister here, that's why I came here, and uh, started to just find myself here and find what I like to do. Notice the things that interested me, and by doing that and just kind of investing in those things and myself in that way. It led me here to like be on this path to have a conversation like this with you guys about something that I love doing and ultimately that's why I do it is because I hope that through it and through the confidence that it instills in people when they wear a piece is that like they feel connected to a story and a greater purpose and shared values and a community and that empowers them to go you know pursue whatever it is that keeps them up at night and you know whatever they're passionate about so ultimately um, you know that's the purpose and intention behind why I'm here and I think that's why most of us are here is that we have a gift and our responsibility is to share it you know with the world so I hope that's what I'm doing I love connecting with people like yourselves that are doing the same thing and I think all of it is uh, just a, a circle and cycle of inspiration and things that can help people get out of bed and improve their life and you know gain confidence in whatever it is they're going through so Creating is important. The world needs it. People need it. Um, and I think it en encourages a lot of people. So that's why I'm here. That's awesome, dude. I think uh, we had our last guest, Caleb, on here. And we, we just did the podcast. We, my brother did a great job on kind of cutting up the reels and picking out the most impactful parts. And that was an experience for me. I hadn't talked to that kid in 10, 12 years. And it was just insane to hear about the story. It's like you go on, you live your life, and somebody else is kind of going through different things, and they're experience, experiencing their their own challenges, their own triumphs. So, like 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 you and I were talking about prior to this, the whole goal of this podcast, which we really didn't get into in the in the first first one, was that purpose that you're talking about. It's like that human connection. People sell people, and if I'm gonna live this life and and make something worth living it's got to be with other people i can't do it by myself and i think sharing that story is probably the the biggest thing we want to get out with this podcast is understanding yeah you may not get to that to that level right that you see on the gram you see on on uh tv and stuff like that but at that at that point it's like <laughs> at, that, at that point it's like when you're when you're doing it for the people in your world to be su to successful yeah. and to provide for those that you love, like at that point, it's like you made it, right? Mm -hmm. So it's defining on what success means to you, and that's what why we wanted to have you on here today is just to talk a little bit about the the backstory, the background of you know your family, who your parents are, how it was growing up, and when when you were in their household, and how you kind of went through life and creating and mm -hmm. dreaming and and going about all those things. You just knock him over if you have to. <laughs> just push him. There we all go. Right, 
good? Yeah, no, I love that. I mean, I think everyone has a gift. I think they just need to be encouraged to discover it a little bit. You know, some people don't know what it is, and they need a little bit of a push to explore it. And then when you do, you need some encouragement to go after it. Um, but I love what you said. I think, like, that's a lot of what I thought about when I was at the beginning of my creative journey and it was me just doing things for myself that I was passionate about. But you know, I think there's, there's a lot of like cliche things that are said around it. Like your passion is for you, your purpose is for others. And I, I believe that, but you know, I think that you kind of become a man when you stop being inspired and you start being inspiring. And I think that's all I was really wanting to do. And yeah, a lot of it is like, what we do, we speak to ourselves, I think, a lot of the time, but it resonates with other people because everyone else goes through the same things. They experience the same emotions, they experience the same brokenness or, you know, feelings, and we all put our pants on the same way, and, you know, we all have a shared struggle to some degree at different levels, and I think when you can create with that, relate with it, connect to other people with it, that's really powerful, and you know, you can you can build a business around that. You can build a community around that. You can build a sense of purpose and you know, really like give your life meaning in a way that it doesn't have without that. And the feeling that that gives people, I think, is it's separate from any sort of outcome that it's attached to. It's just the process of like doing that and being that that has, in my experience, like changed my entire life. Like my whole perspective on life shifted as soon as I started doing something that I love doing for myself that allows me to like give some other person some sort of feeling that makes them feel cool makes yeah. them feel inspired whatever it is like that's gonna hit different than any sort of check hitting your account you know it's not that's not the purpose of it that's not the intention behind it and I think that's the beauty of like creating is there's no limit to it and there's really like no way to measure it like your impact is with what you create like you look at <clears throat> i don't know you look at designers you look at like cole bennett right think about how many kids he's inspired to go create content he's like, inspired me man yeah, yeah he's, like, a... <laughs> he's the reason why so many people are doing things like this that's right and that's not benefiting his bank account like no, yeah he's set no. for sure but like I guarantee you he cares more about that and that means more to him than whatever dollar figure he has in his, in his account. And like, that's why we're here. You yeah. Know, is to, to make other people's experience better, to make the world better, to leave it better than we found it. So like, I hope that throughout my journey, I'm able to do that and able to inspire other people to have the confidence and you know, whatever level of delusion needed to like go do it themselves, because <laughs> yeah. um, you need that. But, but yeah, I don't know if that answers totally. your question. No, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean it does. I mean, when you talk about like looking up and like looking up to people growing up, yeah. I mean, I think that's a perfect segue. My brother talked about how how much of an inspiration Cole was. Yeah. So what he does, it's like you could be a kid and you can be a grown ass man and still be inspired. Yeah. All right. It's totally. it's whenever that comes. Totally, yeah. I mean, it's like, like you said, right? I, lo I loved going back to what you were saying about how, uh, you know, instead of, you know, being inspired, be the one that inspires, yeah. right? And I think to kind of piggyback off that and 
have a question for you is what was your turning point? Like what was your, what was your turning point when you realized you want to be the one to inspire instead of be inspired? It's a good question. I don't, I think it was just like me being conscious of the way that we consume things nowadays. And there's, it's something I think that we have to be really careful of because there's a lot of like quick dopamine hits that people get when they see something that, excites them or inspires them or makes them curious and they like it and they spend their time on it but then they just save it or they send it to a friend but they don't act on it and like that action is what gets you to that place that you're seeking like you have to act on it and I sat there for a long time and I would like keep my notes in my notes section and I would wouldn't share what I would write because I was afraid of what people would think and I had experiences where I was like very cautious of sharing anything because it's not traditional for a guy that grew up in like a toxic masculine environment and played sports in college to go be an artist and like share what they write that's vulnerable and deep and not what everyone else is doing but getting over that hurdle and realizing like I wrote this and put it on my story the other day it's like fear is a mile wide but an inch deep like it, it seems like there's there's so much to be afraid of. But if you just take a step, you realize, like, it's okay. Yeah. yeah. Just take that first step, and then you take the next one, and the next one, and the next one. And eventually, you get to this place where it's, like, it doesn't matter what people say. It doesn't matter what they think. Like, the confidence that you have from doing that and you build from doing that is so, like, energizing and motivating. And you'll eventually find you'll find your crowd, you'll find your people, and those people will find you. Yeah. And I think a lot of us are stuck in feeling like we have to be people that cater to who we grew up with mm-hmm. and the places we came from. It's like you're not meant to say that. You're not meant 100%. to be that person forever. And <clears throat> if you're always trying to do the things that make your friends that you grew up with comfortable and make sure that you don't change in, in their, you know, perspective like you're never gonna grow as a person for sure and that yeah. that, that, hit, that hits home with us totally big time because we grew up and we're from chicago and then we grew up we moved out to the southwest suburbs like i told you my dad's been doing the cta buses for 32 years he's from mexico michoacan Moedia. and my mom's from mexico as well her parents are from mexico she was born here in the states but they grew up in that blue collar work hard say less yeah. you know type of mentality and yeah. you know we were taught the one way and my brother and i are perfect examples of that where my dad came and he did the best that he could right he got that machismo attitude that yeah. helps us in the day-to-day life right no one will ever walk over my brother and i nor will we ever let anybody do that to, to either of us yeah. yeah so i mean there's so many good things that we pulled from that right but yeah. a lot of it was hard right i mean just to tell you a little bit more about our story, I moved out when I was 16, go chase a ball dream mm-hmm. from Chicago. You can't play your round out there, <laughs> right? So we moved out to Sarasota, Florida, and my brother was shortly be- there behind me. He moved with my mom to, to Sarasota, chased that dream as well. And, you know, we knew we were going to outgrow that city. Yeah. And it, the reason why we were going to outgrow that city was because our parents prepared us to do more and get more and want more and desire more and that's exactly what you're saying like yeah i want to surround myself with the people that want that 
And I look back and I see the people that are still at home and I'm super happy for them, right? Because maybe that was their dream. Maybe that was their parents' dream that they want to be super close. And, and that's home. okay. And that's yeah. okay, you know, that's man. Totally it's, okay. it's super sick. And, you know, it's just that was that's how they were raised and that's how what they wanted. It's what yeah. they want and I'm super happy for them. Yeah. But to be in this room, to be with my brother, yeah. to be talking to you and hearing those things, it's like, man, this is... This is where exactly where I'm supposed to be. Right. Exactly where I'm supposed to be. And, I mean, I know I wanted to talk a little bit more um, about, you know, where that realization comes, right? Because I know, I, like I said, I was doing my due diligence. And I had heard that you had gone to therapy for, for quite some time or however long it was. Yeah. But I can relate because I actually came to do it. And that was not easy for my Mexican father to hear, you know, that his son's talking to some, some, some old folk about, you know, his feelings and, and it's, and how to navigate them. And it's tough, but that's, that's a step that I took that I can relate to you and whoever else is out there that is dealing and going with, you know, these emotions and trying to, trying to learn from them, but would love to hear a little bit more about your perspective and what that was like for you. And yeah, you know, it's, I think it's become more, I don't know. I think social media makes like that conversation very relevant today. Yeah. And it's trendy to talk about those things. But I was at a place in my life about four years ago where I just felt very lost. I was living here and I had just moved here about a year prior. I don't know. I mean, I, you know, had a job was doing well, working hard, making money, but just felt lost. And I had lost my grandmother shortly before that, who I was really close with, my mom's mom. My grandfather passed away, uh, you know, around that time as well. It was really hard for me to like see the person I was closest with, my mom go through that and losing both her parents and like what that did to her. And I think among other things, like that was a, a culmination of just me feeling like I was at a place where I hadn't processed things I needed to process and it was coming out in my relationships or my work, whether those were friendships, you know, working relationships or an actual relationship. And I noticed like I was not a healthy person and I had tendencies and habits that were protective, but they took out things that I hadn't healed from on people closest to me. And that was, you know, my sister, my mom, my family, my girlfriend at the time, friendships, like, or just resulted in habits that weren't healthy. And I think at that point, like, I just felt lost. And it was a very, like, grounding moment for me I'd, I'd gone home for my grandfather's funeral and I, th I thought about some things that just aren't pleasant to think about and had very suicidal thoughts and I, I got to a point where I just was like I need to figure this out and work through whatever I need to work through to make sure that like I'm okay and I had spoken to my mom about it came back here got in therapy went to individual therapy and group therapy and learned to like really process what I had been through and get to know myself better. 
like why I was the way that I was and how I held those things in my body like physically or how I held them emotionally and like finally learned how to self-soothe through that experience and not seek things in other places that couldn't give the things that I could give to myself like it was just this experience where I committed to it and went twice a week for almost two years and after about six months of doing that I had also picked up running started training for marathons I've run a couple to this point and through that through just like consistent exercise journaling therapy like it just changed my life and I know that people talk about those things and you know, it sounds taboo or cliche and like easy to say, go do it. But it changes your fucking life if yeah. you really like commit to it. And whether that's like faith based or whatever your experience is and whatever that is to you, like find what works. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be the same thing that works for someone else. It's just find what works for you. Like whatever makes you feel at peace, whatever makes you feel comfortable with yourself, and like you have a home within yourself, do that and keep doing those things. And you don't have to go preach it and you don't have to go tell other people to do it, but like people want to be around calm people. Yeah, yeah. They right. don't want to be around chaos. So once you become a calm person that has control over yourself, you attract things in your life that are attractive, that are th yeah. I think the things that most people want. Like you attract someone else who's calm. Or you attract experiences and opportunities that are right for you and like that are that are out there but you can't get those things without becoming that person first and i think that's what a lot of people struggle with is just like they get comfortable and they get in these places where they feel comfortable doing what everyone else is doing and i think that's a really hard thing for guys to like in that at this time i was like 24 25 29 now but that's a hard thing for a guy that's 24 or 25 to do and like look at his friends we're going out drinking every weekend and just masking their problems with just false confidence and yeah. like yeah. vices that aren't healthy and they're not actually improving themselves and working to understand themselves better and, and understand how that can improve their life and their relationships in various ways and if you're it, it's interesting because it's like a cycle at the end of the day like our fathers weren't taught that by their fathers yeah so they're right. not going to teach us those things yeah. but it's our responsibility we're aware of it yeah like we are a generation that is aware of it mm -hmm. you can't possibly not be aware of it if you have a social media account yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> like, you're aware of it or if you have a girlfriend who's woke and she yeah. knows yeah. like hey you're fucking up in this way. Yeah. Like, yeah. They're going to call you, you out, know. right? Yeah, yeah, for sure, dude. Like, there's uh, no bullshit. And yeah. you can't get away with things that you get away with 50 years ago. Like, you, yeah. you're aware of it. People are conscious of it. They'll call you out on it. They'll hold you accountable to a certain standard. It is then your responsibility to become the person that you're meant to be yeah. and not stay stuck being a victim of your past and making excuses for why you can't be a man and become the person that you want to be that everyone in your life wants you to become and is hoping you become, but ultimately it's on you. Yeah, and that's yeah. like where I was at in this place of just feeling like I had no direction, no sense of purpose, 
question my life, question my, per, like my, I don't know, I guess worth in a sense. And I was just like, this is a blank slate. I can go create whatever life I want for myself from here. It's on me. And I think a lot of people probably feel that way. And they maybe need an encouraging word to go like help them. And that was my mom for me. Like I had a conversation with her and I've been close with her my entire life. A lot of <clears throat> the broken parts in me fight whole because of my mom and who she is to me. And that was why I started this and why I started my brand. And my grandmother and grandfather were big influences in my life growing up. They were, you know, my mom's parents. And I wanted to find a way to honor them when they passed away. So I started writing as a release and as something that helped me as I was going through therapy and journaling and like writing in notes, writing in notebooks. And just like through that experience, it put me on this path of listening to podcasts where there were poets on Instagram that I followed that had podcasts. And I started listening to these things and it led me to this one where this guy talked about writing under an alias and his name's Atticus. He still writes on Instagram, but he did readings in public with a mask on. And a guy asked him, why do you do that? And he said, it allows people to read it in their voice, not his. And for whatever reason, like at the time, that just hit me. So I wanted to find a way to do that with myself because I had given the eulogy at my grandmother's funeral. People came out to me after and were like, you're really good at writing. and You're very like good with your words and creative and all these things. And you should do more of that. And to that point in my life, like those people saying that to me made me feel better than anything I had ever really done. You know, like just something as simple as that, feeling like I contributed something to the world that impacted people and made them feel something. Like a switch. Yeah. And it was yeah. like, okay, this is what I want to do. Or at least this is like what I'm going to do right now. Yeah. Yeah. And that led me to thinking, like, how could I do that in my own way? So I came up with the name Wavy Dreamer. So my grandfather, when my mom was in high school, they were on vacation. He was pulled under a wave and paralyzed. And then my grandmother was a flight attendant for American Airlines for like 30-some years. She would always say to my sister and I, love you to the moon and back. Like leave every uh, experience with her in person or she would sign every card off with that. And after they passed away, I thought about my mom's influence on my life a lot of like my struggle came as a result of my experience with my dad and my relationship with him growing up, which I don't really talk about in a public setting mm -hmm. anymore out of respect for that. But for sure. like that is the source of the parts of me that were broken that I needed to learn from and heal from. And the thing that kept me on like the right path was my mom and my relationship with her and my grandparents. So I wanted to find a way to honor them. So the term wavy dreamer made sense. My grandfather pulled under a wave, paralyzed. That influenced my mom's experience that impacted who she became and who she is to me. My grandmother was a flight attendant. Like she, at that point, was the, the main provider for that family. Mm -hmm. And she's one of the strongest people I know. And she has the strongest faith. And she's passed now, but she had the strongest faith of anyone I've you know, met in my life. And that is what shaped my mom into who she is and who she is to me. So 
ultimately it was just kind of like honoring those things. My grandfather worked for NASA and I just tried to think about like, how do I honor them? What would I write under? What would I share that under? So for whatever reason, like the term wavy dreamer just like came to me and it was a combination of those two things. And so I started writing and would sign things off as XO wavy. I think people thought I was like calling myself wavy for a long time, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it was really just like, trust your, intu your intuition. Yeah, like we yeah. all have that voice inside of us that leads us down this like thought pattern or path to these places that like we feel certain things. Like you can think things that make you feel certain things. And I would think these things and they would make me feel a certain way. And it would be a feeling that like I wouldn't get from anything else. Know? and it's just like notice like notice those things whatever those are to you notice what they are like what are your curiosities what do you spend your time on when you don't have a, an obligation to spend it on something else yeah. and notice that invest in it like explore those things and the more I started doing that I found like power and confidence in that and that helped me so much in my journey like build real confidence so I think for a long time it was this false sense of confidence of like, yeah, I'm six four and an attractive person and I can act like I have it all figured out and I'm a, a cool dude. But underneath all of that for a long time, I was so broken and I had no confidence. And then I started to do things for myself that made me feel like I was contributing something in the world and I was my own person, not just who people wanted me to be. And like this was coming from me. And it made me feel closer to myself, like my truest self, not what's conditioning me, not this other voice that's telling me to do these things, like just my voice. That voice inside all of us that is your, what I believe is like your intuition or like what brings you closer to your truest self or your desired path or what you're supposed to be doing or contributing to the world. And the more that I like got tuned in with that, the closer I felt to myself, the more confident I felt, the better my life got, the better my relationships got, everything got better. Like, I just, and then from there, it's like, and it, it can come across to people in a strange way now where I speak with like so much confidence, but I genuinely feel like I can do whatever the fuck I want to do. Yeah. Like I have that level of like knowing or this like self-talk that just, I don't know how you get there if you don't like explore. You know, I don't know if it it's makes sense. It's the deeper confidence yeah. that you that you yeah. It's like you can over only get it from yourself. Yeah. yeah, it's not from an external source. It's not yeah. from like other people telling you things. It's just from doing the things that like make you feel like you're doing something, totally. and doing it for yourself and doing it for like this sense of purpose that whatever it is to you, you just feel it. Yeah, you're when we going back to the beginning of all this, right? It's like that therapy is that trendy. Yeah. Thing, but what people don't realize that having gone into it, there's so much pain and pages that are uncovered through that process, right? You take that first step, you go ahead and you see a therapist, and you know, God willing, it's a good, good, genuine person who actually cares about what about their job and who you are and what they're gonna do for you and what what you're gonna they're gonna help you work through. But it's, it's trendy till you're in the middle of it and you're looking back and being like, how how can I ever get out of this? And then you realize it's like, I did because yeah. I'm here. I'm, I did because I'm here today. And 
that's where we go back to that confidence. It's like you walk out of that room. My therapist talked about, you know, it feels like you got a little chip on your shoulder. And then when you realize it, you really got a big-ass boulder, yeah. right? But then you, when you walk out, you feel so much lighter because you, you really under, you understood another level of yourself. Right. And that little voice, which I like to picture for me, is like little baby Nico and, you know, these over baggy clothes, right? Just a little kid wearing this big old flannel. Yeah. You know, a kid that just wants to be loved, kid that wants to be heard, you know, in the ways that he needs and not that other people needed to put love on him that like that's my voice right and i want it to be heard to my to my grown adult now because like you said you want those relationships to be meaningful like with your mother with your now girlfriend with your future business partners whatever it is i got a wife now and that's my main and yeah. that's my main responsibility is because my dad and my mom did a great job of raising my brother and i and i can't thank them enough for it but now I understand that 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 buck has got to stop with me because we know it, because I know it, because I put my, they put me in the position to understand. Now I'm in a generation in a room full of people like yourself and other people that I met along the way that this has to stop with me. Yeah. And that calmness that you talked about, like what else do you want in a partner? Right, someone that you're gonna do life with, they gotta be that calm. And I've never met anyone as calm as my wife. She, it's, it's almost, it was almost scary, right? That I was looking at something that I wanted and desired so bad for myself, but just never felt capable of having. And like, I still am finding that out and learning on a day-to-day basis. And I look up to her so much for that. And, you know, I praise her and her family and the people that came before her that has, have installed that. My, My wife and I went to individual therapy for three years we also did couples therapy and it was the most amazing experience i've ever had Uh, it's allowed me to connect with my wife on a deeper level and i wish for nothing like i wish that for everyone i ever come across is to not maybe go to therapy but understand that that connection needs to be there that calmness needs to be there and it can't happen without you doing that work and being cognizant of it yourself so yeah and and to speak on that like myself personally i've never gone to therapy but i ended up um after high school i went to school for a semester uh ended up dropping out it wasn't really for me i had some um other things that i kind of wanted to focus on which was the filming mm-hmm. production stuff like that right got inspired by cole bennett stuff like that but you know kind of like my brother said you know once you move out of and what you said as well once you move out move out of your hometown and you know where you went to high school and stuff like that i feel like the other aspect of it is it when you move out by yourself right and you're in this city yeah. right i had moved out to uh los angeles yeah. and when you're in that city alone and you don't have any family and you don't have anybody right other than the people that you had just met it's hard and you start to really realize a lot of things about yourself right and like like you said as well being aware mm-hmm. i was starting like you know to be like really aware of wow i have all this free time well not free time but i have all this time to myself on my hands right when i'm done working i go back to my place and it's just me right and there's a lot of things that you know you look in the mirror and you're trying to think am i really who i say i am am I this? Am I that? You start to question yourself. 
And that's where it could get really confusing. But I think, you know, like you said, taking that leap and getting out there and being, you know, by yourself and, you know, putting yourself in a different situation, that's how you can really be aware of your own self. Yeah. Because that's, that's how, what, how I felt like I was able to relate to it. When I was in high school, I was like, oh, I'm the guy. You know, I get, I, I'm doing this. I'm doing that. And then you move out. You're right back at, at the bottom of the sea, you know. And you, there's a lot of things you got to think about. Um, when it when it comes to that so yeah there's a there's power that comes from that though you know like you you get comfortable or confident with yourself in those in those places yeah and i think that it's hard to create something that gives other people confidence if you don't have it within yourself you know and i think that's there's some level of grace and understanding that people that are high, this goes back to something we were talking about earlier when you said there's nothing wrong with staying in your hometown and Mm -hmm. marrying your middle school girlfriend. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You know, living uh, in the same neighborhood that you grew up in, like that's beautiful. And everyone's experience is beautiful and unique and it's yours yep. and you don't have to like do what anyone else thinks you should do or wants you to do or what anyone else is doing like do what is true to you and what feels right to you and there is no right or wrong like things just are and i think we spend so much time thinking about like we're raised on this idea of like home team away team good and bad like yeah things just are yeah yeah and you can feel what it is to you that works for you and whatever that is there is no like greater feeling than feeling like secure in that it doesn't matter how much money you make it doesn't matter what you do if you feel like it's what works for you fucking do it Mm -hmm. stop worrying about what people think like just do it and feel confident in that and like for me it's hard because you guys probably resonate with this. And I think a lot of people that like I like surrounding myself with probably resonate with this as well. I envy people who are free to be average because I don't feel like I'm average mm-hmm. and I don't feel like I was put here to be average. And that's not a slight to people that are average and that's not classifying something as average. It just means that there's like this internal talk where you feel like your calling is higher and your purpose is greater and yes, that greater and higher comes with some like measuring stick, but so what? Yeah. I want more out of life. Yeah. If I make someone feel insecure with that level of confidence and self-belief, that tells me something about them that tells me nothing about myself. Mm-hmm. And I hope it inspires them to find that confidence in themselves to where even if that's not for them, they feel confident enough and secure enough with themselves to not judge that. Because it takes far more effort to understand than it does to judge. It's way easier to judge something that you don't understand. And a a lot of people in today's world do not take the time to understand things. And they just judge it because it's easy and it's quick and it's natural. It's like what they hear their friends doing and it's taught, it's just conditioning us like from a young age. 
And I think you find a lot of creative people that are in these like spaces, whether it's fashion or content or production or writing or whatever it is that like they have this reputation of being like mentally unstable. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That reputation is placed on them by people who are actually mentally unstable. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't make sense. It's like, no you're just, yeah. Yeah, yeah. like you're just you're just <laughs> coining these people that are aware of the world in a different way yeah. and like a yeah. heightened awareness that like most people don't reach in their life because they don't explore those curiosities and they don't explore those things that make them feel more connected to like whatever that source is to them, whether that's their religion, whether that's creating art, whatever it is, like music, fashion, writing. It doesn't matter what it is, but like those things bring you closer to yourself. And I think that those things that bring you closer to yourself bring you closer to your source, whatever that is, whatever you believe your source is. And like that source moves you in the direction that you're supposed to move in. Yeah. yeah. And if you don't connect with it, you'll never get there. Not at all. And that's, that coins the, the phrase. I've, I've listened to so many podcasts among among like the past years, along the past years, and Jay Shetty is probably one of the, my yeah. favorite podcasts. Same, it's yeah. some, some of the most wholesome, genuine conversations you can have. And I read his book, Think Like a Monk, and it's a beautiful book. Yeah. It's it's amazing the way that he designed it to for people to understand. And I, looking back now was 100% the person that was quick to speak and slow to listen. And up until I started going to therapy and started understanding why that was, and it's like now I get so much more out of the relationships I have because it's I'm quick to listen and quick to understand and slow to speak mm-hmm. because I truly want my words to be worth, worth something mm-hmm. to that person or to myself, whatever it may be. And he... He depicts it perfectly in the book. So anybody who's watching, I, I, gen, I genuinely suggest you go ahead and check that book out. Um, but yeah, that that slow to slow to listen, or slow to slow to speak and quick to listen is for sure something that I coined and like something that reminds me based off of that. I yeah. love it. It's helped me in my relationship with you know my brother and my my parents. And I'm not perfect by any means, right? But definitely learning and trying to understand that helps out big time yeah it's that like learning phase right it's like you have to you have to tell yourself you have to be real with yourself that hey you know i'm struggling in this spot and whatever it is and just you know take an action on it and then just continue to compliment it and then you know that's where you find yourself to you know get better at what you truly want to do yeah i think a lot of people i know i've i i mean i don't have many friends i think i have a lot of acquaintances and I know where to place people at this point in my life. And I say that with a lot of (laughs) jadedness towards Mm. people that have presented themselves as friends, but like, it's true. I think we throw out the word friend too easily and there's, there are friends of mine that I genuinely respect and value their opinion. And when they tell me something, it means something, you know? Cause like they know me, they understand me, they see things a certain way. Otherwise they wouldn't be my friend. 
And I had a friend of mine tell me, like, I don't think you realize he's very successful, has a great corporate career, will never have to worry about money, nothing. And I have conversations with him, and him and I were having a drink before going out probably a couple months ago. And he was like, I don't think you realize how inspiring you are to certain people with what you're doing. And like, to me, that meant more to me than anything anyone else that doesn't know me could say. Because that's a friend who knows me, who I trust. And like, he has, he has, seemingly he has everything. Right. Yeah. Right. Like he has the steady job. He has the nice income. He has the nice lifestyle, all of those things. Yet, for whatever reason, me doing this thing that's different inspires him to think like, I want to do something like that, whatever that is to him. And I think a lot of people feel that way. And they feel stuck in these like careers or different ventures that don't feel right for them. And they just, they're so conditioned and thinking like they have to do this or they don't get this. And it's so strange to me because it's like you get one fucking life. Yeah. Yeah do what you want like yeah. Yeah. why are we so worried about like doing what everyone else wants us to do like i know it sounds easy to say but it's true like yeah it's so it's so stupid like excuse my french but yeah. it's so fucking stupid 100 yeah. like who fucking cares what people think about what you're doing just yeah. do what you want and do what feels right and stop worrying about like what people think and what they're gonna say and what your parents want you to do and what your university wants you to do and what your yeah. community wants you to do and society like they don't matter at the end of your life. It doesn't matter. Yeah. What matters is you sitting with yourself and thinking like, did I do the things I sat up at night thinking about wanting to do? Yeah. I, that's try yeah. like try fail, try something else. At least you can sit there and say you fucking tried hundred percent. Yeah. I, I know that like just the, the passion I'm hearing in your voice is not the first time I've heard it. Yeah. Right. The passion I, I, I hear in your voice and, the things that you've gone through and the things that you felt in the past aren't the first time I'm hearing somebody go through that um, and experience those things. But <clears throat> I said it earlier with my brother and I and how we were raised. My dad coming from Mexico and my mom just wanted us to go to school and do the right thing. And that was the path I took. I took the path because I wanted to do it for them. I had a 1.6 GPA in high school. Right, trash, <laughs> trash. Uh, I can we can go on record. Say I, I probably didn't. Very bad. I probably didn't graduate. Right? That's tough. Um, right, it was tough. Right, but I ended up going to school, and I around the same time I met what my wife, which lit a fire under my ass like no other. Went and was very successful in school, got my undergrad degree, went and got my master's degree because why? It was the only way I knew how to be successful or I was told how to be successful. And that was the agenda that was pushed by my parents, and God bless them because that's something that they didn't have, right? right? That's not the opportunity that they were given. So that's the opportunity I took, and while it helped playing ball throughout college, it was awesome. Mm -hmm. But coming along through it, as I was getting towards the end of my collegiate career in baseball and going into the corporate workforce, I've worked at the small little health agency. And then I worked at the contracted at Google, right? Contracted at Amazon. I've worked in those big 
fancy name places and it's beautiful. There's a lot of brilliant minds there that people that really care about what they do. And I'm so grateful for the relationships that I've kept and I met along the way. But I can say that no one has inspired me. No one has inspired me as much as my brother in this, in this, because he was the one that went to school, called me and said, dude, this ain't working. Hmm. And I said, cool. It doesn't have to. It doesn't have to work. Yeah. It doesn't have to work. And I was a little worried at first, and we get he's getting pressure from mom and pops. But I'm like, dude, it doesn't have to work. I've been there. I've done that. Mm-hmm. I'm here sitting at the desk doing the job that I now I do enjoy. Mm-hmm. I did find um, peace and understanding in it. Did I love it? Probably not. But I do still like enjoy doing it. Like <laughs> recruiting was probably one of the, the 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 closest things I can get to what my what my heart wants to do is help people. Yeah. And change their lives and give them an income that they could have never imagined going to places like Google and going to places yeah. like Amazon. Yeah. Like, that's life-changing yeah. stuff right there, right? Yeah. So that's what I really enjoyed. But understanding that my brother wanted to go the opposite way onto uh, a, pa- a path that was not paved yeah. by me, like, that was inspiring to me. Because now I'm sitting here in a room with a creative and in, in a room with someone who inspires me and my brother doing this. Which was not a part of my plan at all. No, yeah, totally. And it's like that pressure, like he said. I mean, yeah, it it was, you know, he had he had graduated job at Google, right? Then he's going to work at Amazon, and like that was like in in our eyes growing up, right? That's what our parents wanted, right? right? Our parents wanted to see us go to school, graduate, be successful, and I think it was just more so the fear that my father had when. You know, he didn't have a college. He didn't get the opportunity to go to college at all. You know, he's been a bus driver for the CTA, you know, for for a very long time. And I think that's just what scared him, right? right? It doesn't have to scare us. Mm -hmm. And, you know, going back to what I was talking about, Google, Amazon, all this stuff, I felt like a lot of pressure on me. But at the same time, you know, getting the support back from him, like, you know, that's fine. Like, do your thing. And we've always had a close relationship. And that's what really kind of like pushed me over the edge because I was there and I was like, red, I was I was ready to go do whatever. I was ready to, you know, I I took my last hundred bucks in my bank account, take a flight to Miami for a networking event yeah. just so I could get out there and just, just do it. Because yeah. in my head, like for that whole semester that I was in school for, I was just thinking like, like, how can I do this? Yeah. Like I see Cole Bennett, I see all these other creators. I'm like, how can I just get out there and just do it? Yeah. And like you said, and like my brother said too, he's like taking the action. So I just went ahead and did that. And for a long time, my dad, you know, he kind of, he didn't. <laughs> for a long time, my dad, he didn't resent me, but it was, it was more so I kind of felt like I had let him down a little bit. And I did feel a little bit more pushback from him. Uh, and, you know, I did end up having to like, you know, I, I ended up feeling like I wanted to move out just for a little bit. So I went over to, you know, my best friend, family friend's house for a little bit and super grateful for them taking me in. But after that, it was like, you know, we, t- I took this opportunity. I was like, let's go do it and let's go prove it right. to my parents. Right. right. Let's go like, this has to work in my head. It was like, there was no, like, it's not going to work out. It had to work. Yeah. And that's why we're here again today with you and yeah. doing the things we get to do and the things that we love to do. Yeah. So. And it's so inspiring to hear these, like to hear the story behind the dreamer, right? Like 
We talked so little about Dreamer throughout yeah. the time we've been sitting right. here, and and it's cool, right? Yeah. I mean, you you enjoy yeah. it, right? It's yeah. the breakaway. Yeah, from I don't it, give right? a shit. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like that's that's the, what we want people to see is that yeah. you, yeah. the people that wa are watching this on YouTube, the people that are yeah. listening on on some type of platform, whether it be Spotify or Apple Music, they they get to understand that whatever situation they're in, you know it in some way will reflect our own. Right, and right. like you said, whether these people can understand it or don't understand it, they take it and they judge it, right? You got to understand that, because one of my next questions was be, well, what are you doing to spread that? But the only way you can spread that really is by being yourself yeah. and understanding that you are that light. Mm -hmm. You are that light. And when you see somebody's light put out, yeah. that you can only hope and wish that you can help them in some way that you're going to help spark something. And that's, that's what, that's what the purpose of this whole thing is, yeah. man. And that's, yeah. that's really what we want to do. And I'm just super excited to see how much growth there is in, in Dreamer and, and DNA and DNA talk and DNA production. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just super excited to, to start off this relationship with yourself and, you know, dive deeper, you know, off camera. And yeah, then, you know, yeah. just like get into it, man. Because <laughs> totally, all this, these good people only come around once in a good while, man. They, like you said, there's acquaintances and there's friends. Yeah, but yeah, no, they they really do. And you know, from you know, I know this was off camera, but um, when I when I had mentioned that I had saw somebody in the Chipotle in Los Angeles yeah. wearing you know your dreamer hat, yeah. right? Now it's like it's the, the whole reason why we do this again is because. Now it's like in my head, I was like, oh, I saw this hat. I loved it. I even went up to him and asked him like, yo, where'd you get that hat? Yeah. And he's like, dreamer, whatever. But now I can really put together like a human relation yeah. to the company and who's behind it. Yeah. It's not just somebody that's trying to slap a logo on something. It's not just somebody that's trying to, you know, make money off of, you know, just whatever. Money grab. It's, yeah. yeah, money grab. Yeah. It's something that actually has a true story behind it. Yeah. And that your audience now can relate to that. Mm -hmm. And that's the whole point of this. Yeah. That you guys may not know this, but there's a the reason why I spelled it differently and took the last E out is it's supposed to be a reflection that broken is still beautiful. And psychologically from a branding perspective it make made sense too. Like yeah. people remember misspelled or incorrectly That's spelled right. words more right. than ones that are spelled correctly um and i've heard this i've had a lot of conversations with like it's very uh it's interesting because i've had a lot of conversations with athletes and it's like this it's almost like i designed for like the modern day athlete or the creative or entrepreneur that like is expressive through fashion and athletes for the most part are the ones in tunnels that are like the most expressive that people that are creatives or are entrepreneurs or are athletes themselves look at as a source of confidence and inspiration and how they represent who they are and like i think a lot of people do that through what they wear and that's dope as fuck yeah like, yeah be who you are and be confident in that. But I've had conversations with athletes who found the brand and had this like consensus that like, oh yeah, that shit's hard. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, that's dope. Mm -hmm. 
And then I get to have a conversation with them about why I want you to invest in me and this brand. And I've had that conversation on many occasions. And every single time after it, it's like I tell them the same things that I'm telling you guys right now. And it's these people that we look at as like aspirational figures that they have it all figured out and they have this lifestyle and they have this life that like everyone is chasing. And they put their pants on the same way. Yeah. And they struggle to put them on the same way that you do or that I do, that everyone does. And they go through the same things. It doesn't matter who you are, where you are, how much money you have, what you do. We all go through very similar things and emotions. And when you learn that there's an opportunity to create with it, relate with it, live with it, love with it, all these things, like, do that. Like, there's... I think people are very... Most got like one of the original reasons why I started this brand is because I felt like I grew up in this like toxic masculine environment in my home life as an athlete, playing baseball in college, being surrounded by it. And like at the time, I probably was looked at like this dude's fucking crazy and he has like he doesn't know what he's talking about. Yeah. But then I started to do it more and more and then like certain people find it and maybe now like i'm so one way and maybe when i have a son someday and if this doesn't work i'm gonna tell him go do the normal thing <laughs> yeah <laughs> but like who fucking knows at least yeah. i tried you yeah. know what i mean like, yeah, exactly and like at least i can sit here and say at the end of my life i didn't not give something i wanted everything i had and I think that you you hear these you hear Bill Gates and you hear like Steve Jobs and you hear like all these billionaires that are at these later stages of life and Steve Jobs passed away. The last thing he said on his deathbed was like such profound things that have nothing to do with being a billionaire. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it has to do with like what he created and the feeling he created for other people and what that did for the world and there's so like no none of it really matters like none of the things that people think matter really fucking matter yeah. at the end of the day like at the end of your life the things that are talked about are not the things that matter the things that get headlines the thing that the things that get clicks or views or generate sales most of the time are not the things that matter and they're not the things that are going to make you feel proud of what you are, who you are, and what you've done in your life at the end of your life. And I don't want to be that person that's sitting there like, oh, I could have done this or done that. And why didn't I do it? And just being a fucking vegetable on my deathbed thinking like, I had these thoughts. I just didn't have the confidence to go do that thing. Yeah. yeah. And I hope that people hear this is like, we're not preaching. We're not yeah. sitting here saying, like, I don't know. I'm just figuring it out as I go. It's 100%. terrifying. Yeah. I'm, I have nights where I'm like, what am I doing? Like, I don't even know. Like, what the fuck <laughs> yeah. am I actually doing sometimes? Yeah. Like, yeah. 
sorry i cussed like too many times but, like, <laughs> so good, actually man. what am i doing sometimes and that's a part of it like you yeah. have to be okay with that because you're not gonna know what you're doing if you're doing something different than everyone else it's it's easy to do whatever everyone else is doing it's easy to do the thing that's easy and that makes sense in the moment but like and there's nothing wrong with that either if that works for you again there's nothing wrong with it but there are so many people out there that i truly believe feel this like immense sense of a lack of fulfillment in their life and like they have these things that are that are interesting to them or that pique their curiosity and they just don't have the encouraging word to go pursue it and if they did like yeah their life might look differently temporarily or forever but the feeling inside of them will be so different and so much more profound and their experience will be more like alive than it ever has if they just go explore that thing forget what you know i said this to you guys earlier off camera but like i think the thing that holds people back is they get down this path and they feel like i can't get off this path yep because if i do i'm not going to live a life like everyone else and i'm supposed to live that life and there's many ways to get to that life but you just don't know what you don't know until yeah. you go get it like you got to try it and you got to have enough conviction and ignorance or whatever like delusion to believe that you can go get it and do it in a different way than everyone else is doing it but so many people feel this like pressure around just like but it does nothing for them it just makes them feel boxed in feel like they're conditioned to be a certain way and it's why so many people are unhappy and it's why so many marriages fail because people are unhappy yeah. if you don't take care of yourself how can you take care of your family or your home life yeah, yeah. like if you don't do what you need to do for yourself and i know i'm on a tangent right now i'm just fucking <laughs> going Again, but no like people need to like <clears throat> i don't know you watch you watch so many things and you consume so much but just go do it yeah, yeah like feel what you feel and go do it and be confident that you're feeling that for a reason and if you're not feeling it fine keep doing what you're doing but if you are go do the thing that you feel like you should be doing forget what you know leave whatever it is that you're like stuck in in the past and just go do it and i know it's easy to say from my perspective because i've done it and my life changed and it's gotten better and i'm in this place now where it's easy for me to say it and it's really yeah. hard for someone who hasn't experienced that growth process to to feel that same way and i understand that but it's worth it like it it's so worth it it's you 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 gain so much from it even if it fails yeah. who yeah. you become in the process you just gain so much from you can always go back to what you know yeah you can always go back to what's easy what's easy to resort back to what you have an education in what you have experience in you can't go forward to things you never tried to do yeah. like there's just no point what i'm hearing there is just faith man yeah that's faith. yeah 
Like that—that is. That is faith. It's like you do know, you don't know, right? I take this step. I might not take this step, but if you have that faith in whatever it is, yeah. right? You have faith. I don't care. You just say you say faith. I understand that you know what faith is, yeah. but you're just choosing not to, yeah. right? Because yeah. the word faith is there. If it's in your vocabulary, vocabulary, you know what it means. But it's there for you to take or you're not to take. Yeah. It, but it's always going to be there, and you know it's there. Um, and I that's that's what I'm hearing that whole time you're talking is that like it's there and you should take it yeah. because you should have it and you should use it. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if you have anything else, but I would like to wrap up with that one last question. Yeah. Totally, uh, totally, yeah. I mean, um, uh, I got I have a quick question for you too. Uh, we we like to just uh, wrap up these things. Just a couple questions, nothing crazy, but um, some cool, creative, fun ones, and some a little bit more serious. But uh, the question I have for you is that. If you had a soundtrack for your journey, yeah, <laughs> what three songs would be on it that you could relate to the most about? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, Love Yours by J. Cole. Okay. Classic. Love that. Uh, the Shoe Fits by Drake, the recent song. Okay. Um, I don't know. It's all good. Take your time. That's tough. <laughs> it's only two. It's only two. Yeah, if it's only two, it's only two. Then just um, if you want to explain why as well of the first two, that's cool. Yeah, I will. Um, I'll explain the first two. Okay. I'm trying to think of a third. <laughs> I mean, love yours. Like, you know, J. Cole's, he's a, I grew up in Baltimore. Like, I lived in the city, lived in the suburbs, split time between the, the two. Went to school at Hopkins, which is in the city. I feel like I had a more urban experience growing up, and, like, I resonate with that more. That's where my style comes from. That's how I dress. That's how I talk. That's, like, how I carry myself is, like, this gritty urban street vibe and it's it doesn't make sense to some people in texas yeah like, no no it's you know like you sure. got you, sh- you talk about chicago yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, right. you get it no we get it so it's like we stand on what we stand on yeah, that's, that's awesome right. and if i love you then i'm gonna fucking fight for you yeah and i love my people like if i love you i will fight for anything for you and stand on anything for you and like i think that's what that song is about to me that's what i hear is like love your people you know like that's the most important thing family love that's the center of life and j cole is probably top two top three all time in terms of like i think like mcs honestly and his lyrics hit because his perspective is different and it's real it's authentic to him and it resonates with people because it speaks to everyone and that it's it's speaking about things that matter you know like it's why he talks about there's always more cars more money more more women like whatever the reason why that clip is so like popular is because it's it resonates like those are the things that matter those are the those are the things that are real and like 
that's why that song hits differently. Uh, the shoe fits, like, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> that one's a little interesting, but people like to talk about people that are doing things that are different or significant or, you know, people from your past, your life will pop up and they'll say things that are interesting. And I said this earlier off camera, but I think when you do things like all of us are doing here, at first people will support you. And there'll be a period where people will support you guys, what you're doing here. And that's America. And eventually, they'll try to tear it down. Yeah. And yeah. they'll say things about you. And there'll be people that say things about you. Because I know, like, I, you guys will, will get to the places that you're meant to go with this. And I believe in that. And there'll be people that are different types of people along your journey they'll build you up and then in a different place they'll try to tear you down and that's america and that's the story of success and you remind people of their dreams and then you remind them that they didn't achieve theirs yeah. they didn't have the confidence to go do it or the belief or whatever and that makes them uncomfortable and then the only way they can justify that within themselves is to go tear you down and that will happen, and it will happen to everyone, and it's happened to every single person that has yeah. done something significant. <laughs> yeah. Like, and I think Drake, like, really is rapping about that. Yeah. You know, in that song. But anyway, I'll get off my no, that's cool. soapbox. That's yeah, those two are cool. No, no, those are those, I love those responses, yeah. man. So we, true. We had some good ones last, last episode, too. Yeah, yeah, we had some really good ones, but... Uh, you want to go ahead? Yeah, man. So just to wrap it up here, this will be the last question. Um, we had a good response on the last one. I'm always so super curious to hear, right, especially from creatives and people that are working towards something. If you could name this chapter, chapter, you could name this chapter or this season of your life in one word, what would that be? This one you're about to embark on. Uh, imperfection. I looked up to, and I still do, and watch his videos all the time, but Virgil is probably, like, my greatest source of inspiration when it comes to his perspective on the world and design and fashion. And, you know, he has a lot of, like, abloisms or whatever you want to, like, call <laughs> it in his books. But mm, yeah. uh, there's one thing that, stuck out to me and he was giving a speech at a graduation and talked about imperfection and like learning to embrace imperfection and letting your body of work and the refinement of that work speak for itself and I think as a creative person and you guys probably experienced this we talked about this earlier like and I made a comment about it like I love that you guys have this professional setup and it's dope and that tells me that you're serious about it and you want it like you really fucking want it and yeah. to me that's like that brings me into your mind behind the scenes i know you'll get it because you want it in a way that most people don't most people aren't willing to like do what they have to do to create this type of setup and this type of environment to go set themselves themselves up in a way that they can go have the things they want to have 
And throughout that process, like you put this pressure on yourself to almost be perfect in a way that's not achievable. And yeah. when it comes to creativity and design and whatever it is, like embrace the imperfection, embrace the fact that I'm holding a mic, embrace the fact that that one might not be as tuned in as that one, like yeah. whatever it is, like learn from it. You know what it is? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like for me, when it comes to design, it's, it's like I'll make something and people will buy it and we'll sell like a hundred hats. And I'm like, I didn't even want to release that. I thought that was ass. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah. it's just like embrace. Like it's, it's a hard thing to like learn how to do, but it's important because I think it really matters. Like we judge ourselves more than anyone else does. And throughout your journey, like your experience will be it's hard. I still struggle with it and I hold myself to a high standard and I think you have to, but like have some level of understanding and grace for yourself and where you're at in your journey and then that process and know that like, yes, it's great that you want to achieve these heights and these things. And you look at people like Cole Bennett and you want to do what they do, but look at where they started. Yeah. and put yourself in that place and that's where you're at and they had to go through all those struggles and all of those lessons and all those failures and all those imperfections to get to where they are and i think that's a hard thing it almost like stops people yeah it, it's yeah. like it's it's almost demotivating i don't know if that's a word but Debil like, debilitating debilitating yeah. in a way that like stops people from doing what they want to do like embrace it live with it create with it all those things like you have this experience that's yours it's authentic to you like it's your journey your life it doesn't have to look a certain way and people buy into that process and they like to see the growth they like to see you put a collection out that looks a certain way and put the next one out that looks so different because you've advanced as a designer or put the next episode out that is in a studio that you've rented for yourselves because you've yeah. taken that step and you've gone all in and like people connect with that and that's so important to like i don't know i think uh, i think everything we do is we just talk to ourselves yeah, yeah. like all oh, i'm doing right, right i just talk to myself right? you know, but, but it's true like, you're, but you're also talking you're talking to someone but you're talking to yeah. yourself and it's like taking yeah. that advice that you're spilling out is because somebody poured into you right? exactly yeah and that's exactly what this is and yeah. it's like now we're just doing it at a scale yeah to try to pour into other people like yeah. through our conversation so and it's got to be at your own time too right like i feel you know there's so much that goes into making one t-shirt there's so much that goes into making one hat yeah and when you were starting you were like man i only sold 10 of these or 15 of these or 20 for the amount of hours you put in right we're here we do the podcast stuff and it's like damn, this only got X amount of views. Yeah, We only have X amount of followers. Like, we're a brand new podcast. But it's sticking with it and continuing to just push through it because you have to know that you're just starting. Yeah, And everybody in today's world, they want everything, like, right now. Yeah, And you can't expect to get that. No. If you can't do something for 10 years without expecting anything to come back from you, then you're just you're entering it from the wrong perspective. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Totally. You guys, you guys, like... You have something, you keep fucking doing it. 
because thank you man this is dope like you guys are dope you have a passion for something for spreading a certain message and the world needs that like i genuinely think that the world really needs that there's so many people out there that need the encouraging word that they don't have from their family or from their home life or a significant other and you can give that to people through conversation and through things that make people think a certain way and empower them to think a certain way like you have something yeah. it doesn't it, it will it will come it takes time like it it will always take time yeah there's there's a reason i love say my mom was always right <laughs> there's yeah, a right? reason why like our parents are right there's a reason why cliche sayings are cliche no, because yeah, they're right. so Cheesy, true right? like yeah. they're like oh it's gonna take time and in your head you're like no it's not it's yeah gonna no it's like it's gonna happen tomorrow like <laughs> it takes time yeah. but like it's worth doing and i respect you guys for doing this i appreciate the conversation and i think that the world needs more of people like us Totally. And it matters, you know, and people might, one person might listen to this. That's right. Yeah. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. Because that person might have an idea that they then share with someone else that sparks an idea in them that changes the world. That's all we're that's looking all, for. And man. that's worth it. That's, that's all we're looking for. Yeah. Because I know I see the traje tra trajectory that he's on and that we're on together and that you're on. And I just know that there's somebody out there that did that for us. And whether you know him or not, like this is your way of paying tribute yeah, yeah. you gotta, gotta love yours yeah and we go from there man but yeah. it was a pleasure thank Appreciate you so much for yeah thank you guys. yes no Cheers, thank man. you so much yeah. man thank you it was awesome, awesome. nugget enjoyed it <laughs> no yeah we we appreciate you having us yeah, we got our fourth guest right here <laughs> should have got him a mic right? didn't say much yeah <laughs> no that's awesome though but yeah. um if you want to uh please plug uh your uh, brand Nah, plug plug y'all. Nah. <laughs> plug y'all. No, Nothing about me. No. I don't know. I mean, I think people find what they're meant to find. So yeah. I never say much about myself Ooh. or my brand. Yeah. Um, long live cowgirls. No, but, well, that's awesome. No. Guys, thank you again. You have any less words for the audience? Nah, just it's probably at this point a few people tuned in, but... I hope that, like, the reason why you've listened to this point tells you something about yourself. Yeah, totally. You're meant to do more than what you're doing. And I think that matters. And I think that what you do with that matters. And I hope that that person or those few people that are still listening to the nonsense that I'm saying at this point, like, do something with it. Whatever you feel, why are you here? There's a reason why you're here. There's a reason why you're still listening. There's a reason why these things inspire you and these things make you feel a certain way. Do something with that. Yeah. Because yeah. that fucking matters. Sure does. That's awesome. Talk man. to somebody yeah. about it too, man. Like, yeah. take that, take what he just said <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and talk, to, talk to somebody about it. And if yeah. not, reach out to us, man. We always yeah. love to... To hear people's story and yeah and if if you ever know anybody that 
you think would be super great to have yeah. here. We would always love to, sure. to to have him on, man, because we're, we're always gonna, about a good story, always about a good connection. And we're gonna do this again in a few oh, years. Oh, you guys yeah, are gonna right. have your oh, own yeah. studio, oh, in the studio, your own fucking it, setup, yep. and you're gonna be. You're gonna be uh, who's called Bennett. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, right. No, but um, thank you again, man. Really appreciate it. We're closing out uh, episode two on DNA Talk podcast. Make sure you guys like, comment, subscribe, share to everybody, all your friends, family. Uh, we would really appreciate that. And. Uh, yeah. That's it. All right. Let's go. You will never cease to be beside me. Constant not depending on what I see. And I can always trust you know what I need. And now I know that I can trust you rightly. And you came through the sky like.